This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Ezel from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at area code 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, during today's show, we're going to examine steps you can take to build more financial confidence during three critical periods of your life, your 20s and 30s, your 50s, and in your retirement. The decision-making process during each of these three chapters of your life is critically important, and each comes with its own unique set of challenges and needs. I think these three chapters are also interconnected in a way that we should always be aware of. If you make good decisions during your 20s and 30s, the strategy challenges you face in your 50s may be less acute, and from there, the choices you have to make in retirement may also be a little less stressful. But before we break down these important financial chapters, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you today, sir? Well, I've had a good week. It's been a little uh, cold where I'm at compared to uh, beautiful Arizona weather. I, I wish I was down there with you right now, to be <laughs> to be honest, Aaron. Uh, when I got up this morning, it was 24 below zero. So, so there's that, number one. Yes. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> little crisp. <laughs> yeah. At that point, and I think our wind chill got down to 45 below, which at that point there was a, an advisory to not go outside at all, not leave your homes. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what they were saying. So in other words, if you left something in the car that you need, nope. Just, yeah. just forget about it. Just Best get that another time. Stay inside. Uh, it's warming up, though. It's warming up. I can't complain. So, uh, But sometimes I still do. Sometimes I see. Yes, sir. Other than that, good. How about you? How are you doing? Well, I am good. Uh, can't complain about the weather like everybody else. Everybody's <laughs> freezing, and, and we're, like you just said, we're about 70 degrees. Almost put on a jacket today, but oh, sh- I'm excited. I'm excited to delve into these topics and, and uh, help people on their way to retirement success. Awesome. Well, look at you go. And, you know, I, I'm eager as well because the first chapter, which is your 20s and 30s, uh, I, I'm glad we're talking about it because most of the time marketing and even us on the show focuses on people who are, you know, in their 50s or 60s or punching that time clock for the last time. And as you and I both know, getting ready for retirement is really a process that needs to begin decades before you're done working. So how do you want to get us started today? Well, why don't we start with that first chapter? A Kiplinger article, Six Savings Tips for Millennials Who Want to Retire Rich has some really great information. I do have one slight bone to pick with the name of that article, though. 
I don't think the goal should be to retire rich. I think the goal should be to retire in a way that makes you feel secure and fulfilled. Now that said, the information in the article is helpful. The first piece of advice, creating a budget that places a priority on retirement savings, is some good old-fashioned meat and potatoes kind of advice. While student loans and increasingly high rent can make saving money a challenge when you're just starting out, it's important to conquer those challenges and squirrel a few bucks away out of every paycheck. Well, here's the deal. When you talk like that, when you use the term meat and potatoes, I just start getting hungry. Mm-hmm. So you lost me there for a second. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, Aaron. But yeah, well, you're still in your 20s, though. Any amount of money that you set aside for retirement can potentially grow into a nice chunk of change 40 years down the road, right? That's exactly right. It's important to start somewhere. And the earlier, the better. The next tip Taking complete advantage of your employer's 401k match is a drumbeat that regular listeners of our show hear often. If your employer offers a 401k, start contributing immediately and make sure that what you're kicking in is enough to trigger the full match. As the article notes, if your employer contributes 50 cents for every dollar you contribute, up to 6%, which is common, that means you're saving 9% of your salary out of each check. Wow. And like you've talked before, that employer match, that's like free money. So uh, you really don't want to leave that on the table. And we, we usually shout that from the rooftops. Do not leave free money sitting on the table. So what's next? Well, when you put it like that, I think <laughs> we all get the message. Yeah, uh, I'm, establishing... I'm a loud talker anyway. <laughs> well, establishing a Roth IRA is another way to begin saving for your eventual retirement. If your employer doesn't offer a 401k or you're already maxing out your contributions, this may be your next smart move. In addition to some potentially attractive tax benefits, a Roth IRA also allows you to withdraw your contributions at any time and for any reason without taxes and penalties. Wow, you read my mind there because Roth IRAs do have a lot of benefits, but they also, as you've mentioned to me before on the show, Uh, they do come with rules and nuances that people need to be aware of, which make them a great reason to establish a relationship with someone like yourself, a financial professional, correct? Absolutely. Now, Kiplinger next expresses the importance of something else you and I have highlighted often during previous episodes of our show, automating your savings. Whether it's a traditional 401k or a Roth IRA, Set things up so your contribution flows out of your paycheck without you even having to worry about it. Don't make saving money any harder than it needs to be. Well, yeah, we don't want to make things harder than they have to be, for sure. I I especially don't want that. And any move you can take that makes your financial strategy a little easier is probably a good step. Yep, yep. And the next prudent financial move you can make in your 20s and 30s is investing wisely. Now, we avoid getting too far into the weeds about investing on our show because we just don't have the time to address all the rules and pluses and minuses. But Tony, you mentioned meeting with a financial services professional about Roth IRAs, and I think that's a great idea. I would add that investing is another perfect opportunity to add a financial services pro to your team. Well, yeah, and and having somebody like yourself at hand 
uh, is a great way to make sure that you don't make mistakes uh, along the way. Um, and it's like we always say, building a financial strategy isn't always easy. So why go it alone in the first place? That's right. And here's another quick tip. Boost your savings. The article mentions that some people recommend you save 10% to 15% of your salary. If you're not quite there yet, adding a little more savings, even if it's something like $50 a month, can incrementally move you closer to that savings sweet spot. Ah, yes. We all want that. So, And I think this is a great discussion, uh, but, our, but this next uh, phase uh, or next step in the three stages is going to be an important one because... We talked about our 20s and 30s, and, and that's absolutely essential that you get started. Uh, but the reality is, once you hit your 50s, retirement's going to be staring you right in the face, isn't it? Well, I think that's true. In an article from The Balance, tips from retirement planning in your 50s really lays out some great details. Its first recommendation is to get a handle on your spending. Because as you said, Tony, at this point, retirement is barreling down on you. Like medicine that tastes bad but makes you feel better, cutting your spending is the simplest way to save more money. Yeah, try telling our government that. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time they cut spending? And now I have to? You're telling me I have to? But you're right. I mean, a little sacrifice today may make retirement a little easier tomorrow. Uh, so what do you have next for us? Well, this one, trimming down your debt, ties in directly with cutting back your spending. For many of us, debt is just a part of life, whether it's a mortgage, car payment, or credit cards. But that said, you don't want to head into retirement with the anchor of significant debt weighing you down. One potential strategy when you're in your 50s is attacking the principal on your various debts as aggressively as possible. Then once you have a smaller balance, you may be able to refinance on friendlier terms. The article also has two bits of good advice when it comes to home ownership in your 50s. First, selling your home if you no longer need as much space, particularly if you bought years ago. And second, if you prefer to stay in your current home during retirement, completely paying off your mortgage before you retire. Well, yeah, and that's, that's a great goal to have right there. I would love to have my mortgage completely paid off, my wife and I, before we retire. And I think both both of those home ownership strategies you're talking about uh, make a lot of sense there. And I mean, a financial professional like yourself can probably also help offer a solid perspective on what you can do with your home, both before and after you retire. And a little education never hurts anyone, right? Well, speaking of education, Tony, the next article emphasizes making sure you never stop learning and expanding your financial knowledge. When it comes to financial strategy, there is no finish line. You should always be aware of changing rules and standards so that you and your strategy remain nimble and adaptable. And don't forget that some rules and regulations change as you get older. Take advantage of books, websites, and classes to really sharpen your financial skills. And again, lean on your financial services professional for your questions and concerns. Right. And one of the things I always tell people is to not label their financial professional as somebody who simply works for them, but to instead view it, view them as a partner, someone who really mm -hmm. cares about you and your financial future. And I know uh, that's the type of relationship you have with your clients. What do you have next for us, Aaron? Though your 50s may be a time many folks begin thinking about 
winding their career down, it may in fact be the perfect time to hyper-focus on your career. Look at it this way. When it comes to accumulating assets, your earning potential is probably the most powerful tool you have. If you love your job and are still challenged by it, why not consider staying in the workforce longer than you originally anticipated? By doing so, you give yourself continued purpose while also providing yourself additional financial resources when you do decide to retire. To my point, consider Social Security. Your Social Security benefit is determined based on your 35 highest earning years in the workforce. If you're in your mid-50s and are making more money than you ever have, with the possibility of earning even more in the coming years, it may boost your eventual Social Security check. Okay, and as you've talked about in many of our previous shows, don't undercut the fact that retirement means a lot more time on your hands and that that might be a struggle for some people, right? I mean, if you like your job and you find purpose in it, then why not keep going? I think a lot more people these days as we're living longer do that. Mm-hmm, I agree. And your portfolio is another thing to really focus on when you're in your 50s. You really want to spend time with your financial services professional to go through your investments with a fine-tooth comb to ensure that you're allocated in a way that balances potential and prudence. Ah, yes. Dear Prudence, one of my favorite Beatles songs. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) I had to get that tie in there. Uh, But it seriously, it hits home for me because when it comes to your portfolio, a second opinion from somebody you can trust, that's a smart play, right? Well, if you're running a little behind in terms of where you'd like to be financially, the good news is your 50s offer some great ways to catch up. Once you're in your once you turn 50, the IRS allows you to throw in an extra $1,000 into your IRA or $2,000 if you're married and your spouse is also 50. Additionally, in 2021, you can funnel an extra $6,500 into your 401k if you're 50 or older. Okay, and hopefully some of those regulatory changes that kick in when you turn 50 are a source of optimism for you. Uh, Do you have one more for us? I do. When you hit your 50s, it's perhaps more important than ever to review your financial strategy on a regular basis. Are you making the kind of progress that you need to get to where you want to go, when you want to get there? When you're in your 50s, your motto should be review and adjust as needed. All right. Well, and that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, we're talking about strong financial steps to take during these three critical chapters of your life. And you've already covered the 20s and 30s and your 50s. Uh, And now we're going to talk about uh, what to do during retirement. So uh, I think it's a good time to take a good look at some of these financial steps that we need to be prepared for Uh, when we're retired or just retiring. What do you have for us first uh, for this third stage? Well, Forbes has an insightful piece. Uh, It's 13 ways to make your money last in retirement. And I think it can really help frame our discussion. It's no great revelation to say that many people feel some financial anxiety during retirement. After all, you're not working anymore, which means the days of steady paychecks are over. But With a little strategizing, you can put yourself in a position to make sure your money lasts. The article's first piece of advice is to shrink your fixed expenses, which includes things like housing, food, transportation, insurance, and debt payments. Essentially, these are the things that we all need to survive. For example, if it's just you and your spouse, 
Perhaps selling the family home and moving into a two-bedroom condo would be the smart play. The second bedroom would give you space to host children and grandchildren, but more importantly, you'd almost certainly be able to reduce your housing costs while still living comfortably and happily. Well, yeah, and let's not forget the downsizing oftentimes means a lot less upkeep, which is great because after you're retired, my opinion is why not let somebody else worry about mowing the lawn? (laughs) That's where I'm headed. (laughs) So what else does Forbes recommend? A very strong financial step in terms of retirement is ensuring you're taking full advantage of Social Security. I get it. After working for years, the temptation to begin taking Social Security at age 62, the earliest you're eligible, is very tempting. But if you give in to that temptation, there's also a cost to bear. Not only does filing at 62 mean a smaller monthly check, it also means in the future you'll also see smaller cost of living adjustments. And remember, those cost of living adjustments often come just when you need them to most. So ask yourself this, do I need Social Security now at age 62 or would I be better off waiting for my maximum benefit at age 70 plus full cost of living adjustments for as long as I live? Yeah, there you go. You have to ask yourself these things. And I think Social Security can sometimes be thought of as just check the box and move on. But really, in truth, Social Security, it requires a lot of thought and strategy. It's not something to take casually, right? I completely agree. While Social Security provides financial lifeblood for millions of retirees, most people will likely need additional sources of income to maintain their preferred lifestyle throughout retirement. While an employer-provided 401k is certainly going to come into play for many people, there are also other good income tools out there. If you aren't already, work with a financial services professional to find other retirement income opportunities. A Roth IRA may fit your strategy, and there are also other solid possibilities too. Just as importantly, there are options that can be tailored to your personal philosophy and risk tolerance. Right, and the value of working again with somebody like yourself certainly doesn't go away when you stop working. I think that's right. Another simple but powerful financial step in retirement is devising a spending plan. Think of a spending plan as something different than a budget. Now, at its most basic, a budget tells you what you can't or shouldn't do financially, while a spending plan shows you what you get to do with your money. That sounds more fun, doesn't it? Well, yeah. A (laughs) A spending plan highlights the fun you get to have during retirement, traveling, golf, wine tastings, dinners out with family and friends, etc., Opening a file on your laptop and looking at a spreadsheet that reminds you that, yeah, I can afford a weekend getaway with my grandkids is a powerful and important feeling. Well, yeah, it is. And knowledge is power, right? Absolutely, Tony. Another good way to save a few bucks in retirement is by making healthier choices. After all, healthcare is expensive. And even if you have very good insurance, chances are you're going to have out-of-pocket expenses. Eating right Going for long walks every day and scheduling regular checkups isn't going to just help you live longer and healthier. It's going to keep more money in your wallet. Okay, so where does long-term care fit into a financial strategy for retirees? Great question. Now, not everyone is going to need long-term care in their golden years, but everyone should consider planning for the possibility because not doing so could cause financial problems. In fact, 
Using Los Angeles as an example, Forbes notes a private nursing home can cost as much as $110,000 annually. Ouch. Right. While some parts of the country, like my hometown Cleveland, are obviously less expensive than that, there's no such thing as inexpensive long-term care. It's critical to either save enough during your working years to cover long-term care or to purchase life insurance that includes a long-term care rider. Yeah, well, that's really important and good advice to be prepared for health care and retirement, especially long-term care, and talk about it and make sure you know, okay, Medicare does not cover long-term care. We've talked about that. You've mentioned that before, Aaron, and I think that's important to note. So you have to have a plan in place. And uh, like like you said at the beginning of the show, it starts in your 20s and 30s by putting whatever you can away into a retirement account because that's going to grow and that's going to make a huge difference down the road when you need it in retirement. Uh, great show today, uh, but we're out of time. You want to add anything else before we go? Well, we've covered a lot in this episode, Tony, but if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit my website at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com or call my office number at 480-284-6393, toll free at 866-393-7799, and we can discuss how me and my team might be able to answer questions and address your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you work so hard for. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron. I appreciate that. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easel at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799 or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.